my world just changed. And that is that was the start of my transformation and starting to really not take things seriously, but be much more intentional about how do I want to build my life and my business. Welcome to 52 Weeks of Flow. This is a moving river podcast hosted by multifaceted entrepreneur and transformational coach Bia Marie Annie. In this podcast, we want to help you discover the concept of flow and show you ways to get into flow and how you can keep your life flowing. Hello, 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 and welcome to 52 Weeks of Flow, the podcast that delves into the depth of human potential and the transformative power of flow. I'm your host, Bea Marie Anin, and in today's episode, I have a very, very special gift for you because I have a wonderful guest. For those of you who are watching this, you can already see her. She is the founder and the host of the Women Thrive Media, the best-selling author, an international speaker, a speaking coach, and a visibility expert. She helps other business founders become recognized and highly visible in their area of expertise. And she's also a sought-after speaker. And we just talked about, you know, cues when you go on when you go on, when you go on stage. And she told me about this amazing thing that she does. So welcome, Raimonda. Thanks, Benary. So good to be here. And I love what your podcast is all about. And I think we women should be working more in flow and ease and joy. And I do believe that we become much more productive and um, just get to enjoy life a bit more. Yes. Absolutely. And so before you went on, you did this little thing. What did you do there? <laughs> okay, you're going to make me give away all my secrets for speakers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, for those of you who are speakers or thinking about speaking, um, there is this thing that I do that initially when I first started, it would help me overcome my nerves because I wasn't always a confident speaker. So every time I would go on to record something, I would have uh, these essence oils next to me and I would put this essence oil to really balance me out, to calm me down. So over the years, I've been using uh, doTERRA balance oil and to the point that it's been a couple of years that I've been doing this, it has become my cue for going live or speaking on stage or speaking virtually. So I just put a little bit of the tarot oil on my palms and smell it before I go. And then my brain just kicks in. Okay, you're about to speak. This is it. Like, let's go. <laughs> and I just find like, and I do the same thing because I record a podcast as well for Women Thrive and I give my speakers cues because they may not be doing this. So I would count down. So I would do five, four, three, two, one, let's go. Because your brain needs something to put you in the net, in that state to, to get going. So it really, really helps. That is wonderful. And I think that is not just only for speakers, but I think for everybody who needs to present in some shape or form. So if you are in a company setting and you're presenting your project or something, get yourself in the zone, get yourself in flow, and then use those little cues that Raimonda just uh, genu generously shared with us, like count yourself down or use oil, essential oils that will trigger, will trigger your speaker genius. 
So another secret, well, it's not really a secret, but you just gave birth to a wonderful little girl. And I want to know how you feel right now, because it's a big thing to transition from a one woman show from this powerhouse that you are to a mother, which is a completely different ballgame. So how have you how have you managed? <laughs> oh, baby, you're going to make me just cry right at the start. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's try not to. <laughs> She's amazing. She's a bundle of joy. I have been anticipating her, if not for years. Uh, we certainly have been waiting for her during a pregnancy. And it feels amazing. I know it's it's very different to being on your own and only having to care for yourself. And now she is here. But I'm loving every second of it. And before we came on to record, I was like, it's so hard to put her down. Like, I have all these commitments, right? Like do these podcasts. And the biggest struggle is just detaching yourself from her because she's the most amazing little human being. <laughs> there are probably a couple of mothers listening right now. And they're like, yeah, you just wait. You just wait <laughs> until they start to have an opinion. And before, before they start taking all your stuff and putting it away. <laughs> but I love that you're still in that bubble. But what I would love to know is, has something changed for you already? Have you changed? I think something changed in me the minute I found out I was pregnant. Even though we planned for this pregnancy and it, it took about six months for it to happen. So I knew I was already sort of preparing myself. But the minute that I found that I was pregnant, my world just changed. And that is that was the start of my transformation and starting to really not take things seriously, but be much more intentional about how do I want to build my life and my business. And this is where I made that decision to make changes, to allow myself step away from my business and spend time with her and for her to have safety in terms of me being financially stable and having the, um, you know, the gravitas to be able to, to do more with my time as well as my resources. Wonderful. Wonderful. And how did that change look like on the inside? On the inside, <clears throat> I think preparing for a little arrival, a little person's arrival internally, I could, I could feel everything changing. My body, my like molecules in a way <laughs> were just changing inside me. So it was a whole transformation from within the physical and mindset as well. Um, I started to really take care of myself much more and take care of my surroundings and like I said, just be really, really intentional about things I wanted, things I allowed into my life, uh, how I started to build my business. And it started to manifest externally as well. It started to attract more abundance and more amazing people to my world. Um, I started to scale my business. I started to actually hire people because I, I thought, well, 
I won't be able to do this all on my own. So first and foremost, I had to create processes and systems to really create good structure in my business in order to be able to scale. So we sat down, we created a plan for growth. And then I was started to get intentional about different hiring decisions that I need to make in order to allow myself to step away from my business and for the plan to work out. So in the six, nine months that I was preparing for my exit, I think I hired uh, probably nearly 10 people. Okay, so it really accelerated my commitment to what I'm doing and to be able to really step away. And I started to take much bigger and bolder decisions to say, okay, well, I am I am going to trust the process. I'm going to create the safety net. I'm going to create a structure foundation. And I'm going to allow other people to come in and help me run it because ultimately I won't be able to do this on my own. I have a little one who will be dependent on me and I need to trust people and let go. Mm. That letting go piece was, of course, not easy, but I just had to do it. I had no choice. And just before I gave birth, it was one week before I gave birth <laughs> and I was still working. I'm like complete workaholic because I love what I do. I was still working until the day my partner came home because um, he lives in London. I live in Spain. And that was it. I shut my laptop. I put all my hand over notes and that was it. And now it's like, now my maternity leave begins and I locked myself out of my business. And when I mean I locked myself out, I shut down all my emails, uh, shut my computer. I let my team run with it. My team said to me, we're not even going to update you with what's going on. Like, we're going to keep you in the dark. You need to, All you need to do is focus on that little baby. So that is it. So for six weeks, I had no idea what was going on in my business. I was locked out. <laughs> oh, I can already see all those control freaks and perfectionists in the audience go like, what the freak is going on? This is, that's not yeah. possible. And it was crazy. Like every time I tried to peek, my team would be like, great, go back there to look after your baby. You're not needed here. <laughs> Okay, so besides locking yourself out, how how do you keep from micromanaging? Trust. Uh, you empower people. I big I am a big believer of empowering people and trusting them. And they may not get it perfect. They might make mistakes. They may have to learn and grow. You just have to give them time. If you made a right hiring decision, and you have built, and it takes time to build that trust. Uh, of course, leadership is what you have to lead them, guide them, give them tools, resources and uh, instructions. But once you've done that, you've done your best and you just have to trust. Right. It, it will happen. And what happens when you give people that trust and you empower them, they step up to the plate to deliver. And when I came back and I had team meeting with my management and they said to me, We've been doing so well. The team really stepped up so much to work together, to figure it out, to collaborate much more, to create unity because they weren't running to you. Now they had to figure out who's the person I need to work with or reach out to or, you know, 14 people. It's not a small team. It's not just two or three. Then there's a lot of dynamics of like who's responsible, who has keys to other parts of the business. 
and they told me we don't want I'm sorry we love you but we don't want you to come back just yet (laughs) (laughs) which was amazing (laughs) it was incredible I was like what (laughs) like yeah we don't want you to come back yet we're doing fine but Um, it's my business (sighs) right so I had to ask my way back in and I would still be like right are you sure you you like ready for this like yeah 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 okay but just don't take too much and to be honest it's been amazing because it allows me now to see myself in a different light to see my role something completely different so the fact that I was able to allow myself to let go hand it over to my team trust them and then they found their roles and their groove in in the working now I don't have to come back to the mind, you know, small tasks that I used to be doing or managing. I completely let go. And now I don't even know how they do it. I just let them get on with it. And now I can build a vision. Now I can build much bigger plan and I can focus on areas that really requires me as opposed to the administrative aspects of the business that really I was wasting my time. on. Yeah. Yes. Preach, preach that because I think there are a lot of us who are like, boy, this administrative stuff is just sucking the life out of me. And so hiring people and outsourcing. It took it took a while. I'm not going to lie that, you know, those nine months when since I got pregnant till when I signed out. It was a lot of hard work to prepare, to create a strategy, to hire you know, even with hiring, I made a couple of wrong decisions here and there and I had to make, you know, turnarounds and create the structure and the handover. Yeah, it, it took a lot, but you know, it was so worth it to have that freedom and to have people empowered in their roles and see them flourish as well. It's beautiful. It's beautiful when you start to create that structure in your business that it has become a real business. It's not just solopreneur business anymore. Yeah, and... Since we're talking about birthing and transitioning, and I know that you're birthing two more things at the moment. Let's talk about that. I feel like I'm always birthing things. That's why my team didn't want you me to come back because they know I'm going to put a spot in the works because I'm going to just initiate some new projects. And they just like, right? Okay. You know, I asked permission for my team to initiate new things. <laughs> Are you guys prepared? Are you guys ready? I have something cooking that I would like to share. No? Okay, not yet. Good. I come back tomorrow. (laughs) No, quiet. I initiate anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is your business. So The first week I came back, I initiated like two two or three new things. And they're like, there she goes again. again." (laughs) Well, you had six weeks, you know, where you could harness all your creative power. Interestingly enough, I was completely switched off and I loved it. I never had time like this to switch off completely from my business. And it was beautiful. <laughs> and it is, yes, an honor to to spend so much time so close to your baby. Yeah, absolutely. So the new projects we're birthing, well, one of them or just birthed is our Women Thrive book. This is our volume two. Ooh. book. Uh, the first one was inspiring true stories of women overcoming adversity. So this whole concept of the Women Thrive book is women sharing their stories of 
overcoming challenges, their personal life stories, uh, facing adversity, and really rising above it to thrive. So they're personal. They are beautiful. This this year particularly, we have some really amazing and strong stories from entrepreneurs and business owners. And we've just launched 2nd of November. And as you know, we also have a live um, event in Valencia, which I'm really excited. So that was another project that I initiated when I came back. I was like, hey, we're going to do this in person this year. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, this is it's really, really amazing. I'm excited about this book and the transformation that women has had writing the book, but also those who will be reading it. Beautiful. So what is the title of this year's book? Women Thrive. So if you Google Women Thrive, um, you will find a volume two of our book. Currently, as we're recording, we're still finalizing our title, but you will find out very soon. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 I just get really excited about it. I'm like, okay, where can I find it? What can I, how can I, you know, I like Google or Bing or however all those search engines are called, but they, you just type it in and just like spits it all out. So yes. So, but Women Thrive. Yes. And there is something else that I am a part of that you are cooking right now. <laughs> yes, it is. This is our flagship event that we've been hosting since 2020. It says the only big event that we host every year. And this is called Women Thrive Summit. So yes, Bay Marie, you're a part of it and you're a speaker on our stage, which I'm really excited. When I first met you, I was like, oh my goodness, your energy, just beautiful and it radiates. And I was really, really excited to have you on our stage. So that's another project that's kind of always in the works because we do this every year. Um, but the build up to it is just so beautiful and amazing that we build those relationships and get people involved along the way. Yeah. And I mean... You, you're taking online summits to a whole new level. Like I created one last year called the Superwoman Symposium. And what you are doing here, like the process that you are guiding us through is incredible. It's exceptional. And I feel, I feel so at home. I feel so at ease the whole time. And it's really, it's really for also for speakers who are not that confident yet in their, in their skill set. Like you, you pick them up where they are and you guide them and you help them. And at, on every, every step of the way, you're just with them. And also like the weekly calls that we're in, they're so empowering every single one because the community as well, like all the speakers together, we're just championing each other and helping out. And so whoever feels the call to speak. If you're a woman, <laughs> then get in touch with Raimonda and her team, because this is an event that you will really, really, really want to start at. Oh, thank you. It's been uh, definitely a refinement over the years. And what I found that there are many speakers who want to speak, who have been doing speaking, but you know, we're all at different stages in our careers and our lives and our speaking careers. And you can't just expect everyone to know everything or be prepared. So we really, over the years, have always been able to help the speakers to do the prep, prep work because I want, I desire to have an amazing production. I desire to 
put on speakers and to feel proud of those speakers, proud of the summit, and for the speakers to feel confident and highly achieved once they finish their talk. So over the years, we've just started to add more and more elements to the summit to create that community before the speakers go up on stage to support them really with um, just preparation, right? Just asking the right questions like, okay, do you have, um, you know, the bios and your links and all those things sorted out and even refining your talks. Um, So there's a lot of polishing that happens behind the scenes that the audience don't get to see. And hopefully the audience gets to really experience the final product when it comes in March. And this is our annual event, probably one of the biggest productions of virtual events uh, that there is for women empowerment. And we cover many topics from self-care to business, to mindset, to spirituality, to leadership, to finance. I mean, when people come in, they may just come in for, oh, I'm just coming in for this one talk to do with leadership. And then they end up discovering all the other speakers and all the amazing experiences that goes goes on during the week of the summit, which is always the third week of March. And they end up staying because they really, really enjoy it. And it's just beautiful to know that we're making such impact and we've been doing this for quite a while now. Yeah, absolutely. And you said earlier, you know, like the first week that you came back from um, maternity leave, you basically initiated three new things. So how how do you how do you keep your yeah how do you ah, how do I say that how, how do you keep your creativity like how do you fuel or nurture your creativity your your in, intuition to to get into this creative flow. I think I need to tame it more than <laughs> foster it <laughs> because it's natural. I think naturally this is one of my gifts to be visionary and to see opportunities because I'm quite driven naturally. I'm quite ambitious and I see opportunities and I want to pursue these opportunities, but it's not always that not every opportunity is an opportunity to be pursued. So I have to a lot of times kind of tame myself back and work with my team to see whether the opportunities that I am bringing to the table are feasible so Mm -hmm. for that reason I actually advise with them if it's the right opportunity to pursue at this time and if not is at this time then we would put it in a roadmap and perhaps pursue it further down the line so for me it doesn't take much energy to create uh, create ideas It's more of bringing those ideas to life that requires a lot of energy, a lot of teamwork, um, processes, thinking through, you know, it's not one of those things that, oh, I just came up with an idea and we can launch it tomorrow. It doesn't, never happens like that. And it should never happen like that because you need to do the research. You need to do the prep. You need to have the process and systems in place. So when you do begin it, um, it's already really well thought through and it's well cooked egg if you like <laughs> not just something you're just gonna go and splatter it and it's like oh okay that didn't work <laughs> no it didn't work because you didn't prepare for it so ideas is not the hard part it's the execution of them and it's a much harder and complicated part <laughs> I completely understand and agree with that so now you have a team to go to to make things happen how was that when you were a solopreneur? Um, it was a lot faster to get these ideas out the door. 
but they weren't always perfect and some of them would fail because they weren't perfect and because they didn't have the plan or the structure that it required um but regardless i would be one of those people just try just get out there and try and sometimes like the summit happened in a split second in a split decision an overnight thing and sometimes i'm quite impulsive and i put things out in the on the internet uh that my team wakes up and they find out so I was like oh Ray he's doing that okay that's one of those impulsive moments <laughs> so my impulsive moment was we had to cancel our first international event in 2020 we planned six amazing events in person in 2019 for 2020 and I was working for nearly three months on an event in Atlanta and obviously what happened with the pandemic and one evening I found out that the health secretary of the UK has got COVID and I thought, well, it's really it. And this is really it. We are headed for a lockdown and this is serious. So I made a decision to pull the plug on the event in Atlanta, which obviously I was planning from London. So it was long distance planning for the event. And I spoke to my team. I spoke to um, the speakers that we had. I didn't have a massive team. I think I had four or five people at the time. And I had a cry. I had a cry. And I thought, we can't give up. Because where I am right now, I might feel very uncertain and unsure what to do and afraid and having to give up. But I'm not one of those people who would give up. So what we're going to do is going to turn this idea around and turn it into a virtual event. So a few days later, I put out a call on social media and said, we're looking for speakers. Raise your hand if you want to speak at this virtual event. And we had so many people reach out, so many people. We put together an application and and then we started to see hundreds of people come in through this application. And I thought, oh my God, how are we going to do this? We only got a few weeks. So from the very beginning, we have had to put in a process in place where people would, after the application, would submit a video and then go on to the interview and and then they would be selected for speaking. So the first summit, we had, I think, 24, not 30 speakers. So we went from eight speakers to, I think, 24 speakers in the first year. And that impulsive decision has led to where we are today to having this grand summit which is i think fifth year now so sometimes it pays off <laughs> yep impulse decisions that's how i felt last year as well i felt like i'm gonna put on a summit and my husband was sitting in front of me when i said that and he's like what are you doing i'm, like, I'm gonna put on a summit it's like how and i, I don't know yeah. and I was like, and it's going to be in November. And he's like, that is, in two, that is in two months. I was like, yeah, that's right. Okay, let's do it in November then. I don't recommend anyone doing it in two months. Um, some is a big production. And yeah. they may sound like, oh, this is fun. Honestly, yeah, it's a bit of work. It's quite a bit of work. Yeah, it is. It is. And my kids didn't see me at all during that time, basically. So doing that and preparing for it, even, you know, 
it's a really fun thing to do and meeting a lot of interesting people, interviewing a lot of amazing people. But at the same time, it is a lot of work. Yeah, I love it. I actually do love it. I enjoy it. Yeah. Otherwise, you wouldn't do it, right? Of course. I mean, over the years, I really learned how to do it and how not to sell myself for these summits, like how not to burn myself out or spend 24 hours a day working on a summit. That's one of the reasons why we begin the production really early. We do the speaker intake really early. So it allows myself and the team to really prepare. And I'm actually in the last few weeks before the summit, I'm pretty relaxed knowing that we've got it all under control and we've done what we can. And now it's showtime. We just got to get on and deliver. That's it. And that's it. That sounds so easy. <laughs> well, if you are prepared properly, then yes, it is easy. Yeah. It's usually the speaker that comes and says, oh my God, my talk is coming up. I'm freaking out. <laughs> Come this far. You already know. And those people who usually have this freak out moment, they come on stage and they deliver the most amazing talks. And I'm like, what were you worried about? <laughs> Incredible. You know, I could talk with you forever. Like, this is so much fun. But I just want to uh, bring together a couple of points that you made, like the, the goal that is in there. That, for example, preparation is everything. When you want something, when you have a vision... Find out what you need to do, what needs to get done to create that vision, to create what you want, and then prepare for it. Like Ramonda, Ramonda, you did. You put a team together to run your business so you could have six weeks off with your beautiful baby. And so I know that, you know, making intuitive, quick decisions and impulsive decisions is really fun. And I love to do those, but to actually be successful and also be in flow and not, you know, trapped in your anxiety, preparation is just a major, major part of it. And also transitioning from one part to the other. Like we talked about transitioning from a solopreneur to running a team. We talked about run transitioning from being a solo powerhouse to transitioning to motherhood. And so please don't take those transitions for granted. Really move through those transitions because they will guide you. When you just jump and miss the middle part, there will always be something missing. Yeah, I love it. I love that you you brought that up and you really picked that out because... I think I meet so many entrepreneurs and they're so um, impatient. They wanted everything yesterday. Uh, they want to leapfrog to six, seven figures. It's like, okay, this is just, why is it not happening? Why is it not happening? <laughs> and you have to understand that that middle part that you just mentioned is a crucial part, not only in the planning and the preparation, but your also personal growth. Mm -hmm. because even if you're given what you want today it doesn't mean you're going to be ready and prepared for it if you don't go through the steps to get there i meet speakers i interview them every day right and the speakers would be like i want to get up on stage and speak 
And when we start to go through the interview process, and I have a criteria that speakers need to meet in order for us to accept them. If they don't meet the criteria, it tells me they are not ready. So if I was to put them on stage, they wouldn't have all the necessary required parts to their business, to their preparation, to their visibility that would put them into a successful position. So mm-hmm. the opportunity is wasted. So same thing with any opportunity, any business, got to go through those steps. And as you say, if you miss those crucial steps, it's going to be a fail. So don't try to leapfrog. Be in flow every day. Do one thing every day that's going to reach you, get you to that success. Because having a plan, having a strategy and following that, you know, in confidence is going to happen. It doesn't have to happen tomorrow. Have confidence is going to happen. And just hold that. That's your truth. And you know what you need to do and walk towards it. And before you know it, you'll be there, you'll be there already. Oh, God, I'm so glad that I'm already working with you because right now I'll be running out the door, you know, trying to find you and trying to work because I think you are one of the most inspiring people that I've met this year. Like the way you do things, the way you see the world and the way you also speak about it is so transformational. It's so inspiring. So Thank you so, 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 so much for taking the time to coming here and sharing this with my audience. Thank you. Thank you for beautiful words. You make me emotional. (laughs) (laughs) Those are the hormones. It's the hormones. Oh, I don't know. It's just, it really means a lot. You know, having been through that entrepreneurial mill of facing difficulties, coming across people that weren't always genuine and you know, just a lot of setbacks. It wasn't easy. I have had a lot of setbacks and a lot of the, some of the things that I've initiated were not successful. So it takes time to settle in into your groove and find your flow and find your success formula that works for you. And, you know, just hearing that what I do now or my perspective inspires people, that's everything. Because, you know, there were times where I was questioning myself too and wondering, am I good enough? Am I on the right track? Do I know really what I think I know? (laughs) So it's all normal. It's all part of that growth. And that's what I mean. You have to grow into it, into the leader. You have to grow into the shoes of the woman that you want to become. And it takes a little bit of time. Yes, absolutely. And if you, my dear listener, now feel like you want to run out the door and look for Ramonda, please, Ramonda, tell them where they can find you. <laughs> Probably across all most social media platforms, personally, Ramonda Jan. Uh, you would also find us on Women Thrive Summit, womenthrivesummit.com or Women Thrive Media. Um, genuinely, I really love connecting. And if you search on any of these names, you would probably uh, land on some of our channels and get involved in any of the opportunities that we may have, take part in the event. And of course, uh, attend the summit through Bay Marie. Come and watch your talk as well that I'm very excited about. Just be involved in the community. You know, again, nothing needs to happen overnight. And just come and be involved in the community, see what the energy is all about. And who knows, we may one day get to hang out together. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much for coming on. And that's it. 
That's it for today. That's our show. Thank you for tuning in and listening to the 52 Weeks of Flow podcast. I'm giving you a virtual high five right now because you finished another amazing episode with my wonderful guest, Ramonda Jen, today. And if you have a second, can you please go and rate and review the show? That would mean the world to me because it also helps us reach more people and help them get into flow and also helps me invite more incredible guests that can inspire you. This will only take 10 seconds. And like I said, it will mean the world to me. If you're not done and like to know more, then don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter at www.superwoman.coach. And there you will never miss out on any news, discounts, uh, opportunities, workshops, healings. Thank you again for listening to the 52 Weeks of Flow podcast. And until next time, keep shining, keep learning, keep growing, and keep flowing.